0: Welcome to the Natalie Creates Podcast, creating your best life one step at a time. I'm your host, Natalie Freeman, lifestyle blogger and business owner of almost 10 years. Join me here for conversations with entrepreneurs and personal development leaders about business growth, mental health, relationships, and more. Are you ready to take the next step towards your best life? Let's get started. If you like what you hear today, please leave a review and share this podcast on Instagram. Simply take a screenshot, share on stories, and tag me at Natalie Creates so I can thank you for your support. Hello, friends. Today I am excited to share with you a two part mini series all about how I am dealing with COVID 19, both personally and in business. On my next episode, I will discuss what I am doing in my own life and personally to manage the anxieties and stress of this global pandemic. But today I am tackling the topic of business. I've received lots of questions on how to pivot one's business during this pandemic, how to launch an online store platform as a current brick and mortar store, and so much more. Today, I am going to share tips and strategies and discuss just that. These are strategic choices and plan of actions that we at Freckled Hen over the last seven weeks have done that have proved to be successful as we enter into this new normal. So if you are a small business owner, this episode is for you. If you're dreaming of starting your own business, this episode is also for you. Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by Freckled Hen Farmhouse, a modern day general store filled with thoughtful home goods, gifts, and seasonal decor that encourages everyone to live fully and give generously. You can visit the brick and mortar store at 840 North College Avenue in beautiful Fayetteville, Arkansas, or shop with Freckled Hen online at freckledhenfarmhouse.com. Use code NCPodcast15 at checkout to receive 15% off your purchase at freckledhenfarmhouse.com. Now for the show owning your own business is harder than ever right now. If you are a small business owner, you know exactly what I'm talking about. In the wake of COVID-19, y'all, I felt completely paralyzed by fear and worry. I was terrified of how we were going to pay our employees, how we were going to pay rent, if we would be able to get product or not. On top of that, Luke had just joined the team. So we were a newly self-employed family. Y'all, it was straight up terrifying. I allowed myself to process these emotions. I cried. I screamed. I took a day off to process the realities of what was going on. But in the end, I came to this conclusion. I have not worked this hard for almost 10 years for COVID-19 to destroy my business. All of my blood, sweat, and tears would not be wasted. And in the end, if the inevitable happened and we had to close up shop permanently and move on, I wanted to know for absolute certain that I did absolutely everything in my power to not let that happen. In order to tackle how we were going to operate in the midst of a global pandemic, I had to do a lot of mental work and I had to make two changes in my mindset. Number one, I know I said owning a small business is harder than ever right now, but the truth is owning any business right now is hard. So once I started to dig deep into what we might do in my shop, I quickly started to realize just how lucky we are to be small. This is an unexpected gift and I know it is a mindset shift, but the reality is a lot of times people say bigger is better. Friends, I don't believe that right now. I think that small is best and here's why. We can be nimble we can make changes quickly. If we have an idea, our small team can hop on a Zoom call and we can implement that almost immediately. Think about Amazon. Now they were our biggest competition, but they are no longer shipping non-essentials because they can't. They're too big. There are too many people in their warehouses. It's impossible. As a small business friends, You can come up with incredible ways to serve your community with very few employees so that you're protecting the safety of your community and your employees while also keeping your business afloat. Second up, the next mindset shift that I had to make. Provide normalcy for your customers. Your product may not be an essential, but friends, it provides normalcy people are still celebrating holidays, birthdays, anniversaries. They want to redecorate their home and light a cozy candle while they work from their laptops on their couch. Friends, what better way to give back to the community and the economy than by encouraging your audience to support small business? You cannot be afraid to share what you have to offer. So many of my friends are saying, I don't know what to share right now. It just feels too hard. You know, I'm sharing this notepad or I'm sharing this spa kit and it just feels icky. It just feels inauthentic. Friends, your customers, they still want to be able to hop into their bathtub after a really long day and have a really amazing bath bomb that soothes their anxieties and worries. Your audience still wants to have a cute outfit to wear at home. It may be a jogger set, but it'll make them feel like they're headed into the office while they're still just working from their laptops. You have a product that your customers and audience want to support right now you have shared with them your heart and soul, they want to continue to support you. So provide normalcy for your customers. That's something that we can absolutely do right now. So in keeping these ideas in mind, that we are small, and we're able to make quick changes, and that Our customers still want to support our businesses, especially during a global pandemic. I believe these seven strategic practices that I'm about to share with you will keep you up and running and on track during COVID-19 and beyond. A little note that I want to mention here. The first three practices that I'm going to share, I believe are non-negotiable for any business right now. These are tips you can implement right now, no matter where you are, any state that you live in, any health mandate that you are under. The last four are the ones you may want to implement later on once mandates are lifted in your state. So please keep that in mind. But here are the three practices you need to put into place no matter your business. Number one, social media. Friends, if you are not sharing your story online right now, I need you to turn this podcast off and hop on Instagram stories. Friends, how do you expect to make money to keep your business and your employees afloat when you're not sharing regularly on social media? Customers are spending more time than ever on their phones. Friends, use that to your benefit. Right now at Freckled Hen, we are sending out regular newsletters several times a week. We are posting on Instagram two to three times a week. We are reposting content on Facebook and we are creating inspiring imagery continually. This is a great time to share your origin story, to share how you got started, to share the heart behind your brand, to share behind the scenes of social. Let your audience know that you guys are people. You are not businesses that are just machines working behind the scenes. You are actual people that are creating these products. You're actual people that are providing these products. You're actual people that are shipping out these products. Also, ask your customers to share and help you. Ask them to repost your content. Friends, they have a heart for your business. They want to support you. Let them do that. So first up, if you're not sharing on social media, you need to get off this podcast right now and you need to go ahead and start sharing regularly. Second up, use language that clearly communicates to your customer that you are still open. Use language of, we are still open, but we are serving you in a different way during this time. Because I can promise you, using the word closed unless you are truly closed is not effective. Right now, what we are telling our customer is, we are open and serving you 24-7 online at freckledhenfarmhouse.com. We're providing worldwide shipping, local delivery, and curbside pickup. If we were to say that our storefront is closed and that we are serving our customer online, that creates a barrier right off the bat. So if you say, we are open and serving our customer in a different way during this time, they know that you are there. I also want to mention that if you are able to, and I know this is difficult right now for some states, but if you are able to be there during regular business hours, I would highly encourage that. Because if you have a phone line, your customers can call and ask you questions, even if they can't see you personally and physically. So being able to be there, you know, from nine to five, like you normally would if your storefront or your business was open with its doors open, you're able to answer questions immediately. We're trying to do this both online and over the phone. So that's another great way to communicate language that says, hey, we are still open and we're still ready to serve you. And last but not least, start selling online. I think this is another one that if you are not selling your products online right now, you need to go ahead and turn off this podcast and figure out a way to open an online store. Freckled Hen is very lucky in that we started online. As you guys know, I have Natalie Creates. We decided that our customers were really requesting a way for them to have a tangible piece of our brand. So we decided to open up Freckled Hen. um, And I've kind of shared the origin story of our brand in the very first podcast. But um, we decided to open up Freckled Hen as a way for people to have a tangible piece of the lifestyle that we were living on the farm and in our home. So we have continued to build our website, and we've continued to sell online. It, when we first started, was of course 100% of our revenue. It started to become 30% of our revenue um, as we were continuing on with the growth of our business because our storefront became a destination and people were coming in very regularly. But it's still a large chunk of the money that we make. Right now, friends, We are 100% an online business, so we, you know, went from being purely online to both brick and mortar and online. To right now, we're just online. We're making plans to open up our store. It's storefront once you know, the state kind of regulates what and explains to us what we need to do. But right now we're online. And that's how I'm able to pay my employees. So if you do not have an online store, friends, you need to send a Facebook message, text your friends, find a web designer that can help you out. The way that we have our online store set up is we use Shopify. It's a really great resource because you can track online inventory as well as in-store inventory. We actually only have one inventory system, and so we're able to track sales both in-store and online. I know that there are a lot of barriers to selling online. It costs a lot of money to build a website, but I know that there are a lot of friends out there that want to help you out. Don't be afraid to ask them for help. We have a lot of web designer friends that are out of work right now. And I know that they would be thrilled to help you out. And I'm sure that they care about your business. And they would be willing to cut you a discount. Do whatever you can right now to build an online store. I have to shout out my friends Dan and Chip, you might have heard their podcast episode, I believe it was the second episode that we No, it was the third episode that we launched. Um, they were were just a brick and mortar. They built an online store in two weeks and now they are selling online only. So you guys can do this, I promise you. You can figure out how to ship. You can figure out how to list products online. And in the meantime, if you do not have an online store, use Instagram stories, we just talked about this, you need to be sharing on social regularly. And so being able to sell your products on Instagram stories while you're building your online store is a great way to continue to bring in revenue. I've seen so many stores on social and on Instagram and Facebook that are doing this. Lots of businesses are doing shopping through Instagram live, where they'll talk about a product and have people DM with their email address and what they would like. It's a really great way to continue to bring in revenue. And guys, it's not just about the money. It's about supporting yourself. It's about continuing on with your dream and your brand. And it's about supporting your employees who have been the backbone of your business from the very beginning. So if you do not have an online store, you need to do that right now. If you do not have a social media presence, you need to start building that right now. And if you are using language that communicates that you are closed, you need to shift that language to communicate that you are open but doing business differently during this time. Okay, the next four tips I'm going to share with you guys, I want you to understand that these are tips that I believe most any business can do right now, but some of these things are a little, you know, fluid based on where you live. So first up, cut cost and save where you can. Now I say that this is kind of fluid based on where you live because this does not relate to your people if you can prevent it. I understand that a lot of businesses did not get the PPP funding, they've had a difficult time solidifying grants. So I understand that you if you are having to do layoffs, or you're having to put employees on unemployment, I'm just going to say right here, I know that you are doing your best and you care about your people. But when I say cut costs and save where you can, this does not relate to your employees if you can prevent it. The security that they feel means more than ever right now, and I believe that they will work harder because they feel safe. But I believe that any business right now can cut costs and save where they can when it relates to your phone bill, the fancy printing materials. Um, You want to make sure that you are getting down to basics. Right now, I think a lot about the personalized printing materials that we use. If you have fancy tissue paper with your logo on it, and it costs 45 cents per sheet, but you can get plain tissue paper for 10 cents. Next time you make that order, friends, save the 35 cents per sheet and pay your employees or buy some product if you need it or pay off some debt. Right now, we have to make sure that we are cutting costs and we are, and we are saving where we can. Next up, this relates. Don't take huge risks. Ordering what you know will sell is the best tactic for right now. I understand that this really just relates to brick and mortars, but I believe that any business can relate to this message in some way. This is not the time to take risks on a fun new idea. I have so many ideas all day, every day. I am an idea machine. I love to dream. I love to create new products. I love to try something different. But right now you cannot take huge risks. And you know why? Because money is the most important thing you have right now. Cash is the most important thing you have right now. Paying your employees and yourself is the most important thing you have right now. If you take a huge risk and you end up creating this new product that you've never created before and it's a huge flop, that huge flop could end up preventing you from paying yourself or your employees next week. So what you need to do is you need to focus on products that you know are effective and you know that your customers love. For example, we are in the midst of Mother's Day craziness. The only products that I have purchased are ones I can guarantee you that my customers will love. And I've had almost 100% sell through. Um, this includes things like bath bombs. This includes things like journals and notepads garden tools and seeds. These are products that for over the past four years, my customers have loved and have used. So those are the things I'm purchasing right now. I'm not creating this cute new t-shirt. I'm not, you know, creating this fun new mug. I am just buying products that I know my customers have loved throughout the time that Freckled Hen has been in existence. So keep that cash close. You want to make sure that you're not taking huge risks and you're returning to the basics. Next up, take this abundance of time to fine tune your business. I know that we as business owners are working harder than ever, but if you have an employee that is lower on hours because he or she is not able to work physically, make sure that you're using this time to maximize what they can do. For example, one of our goals for 2020 was to really focus in on online marketing. Our graphic designer, Ashley, right now is taking classes and is learning how to effectively create ads on social media. We are getting a huge return on our money right now because one, our customers is spending so much more time on their phone, and two... We are fine tuning what we can in our business by her taking free online classes and she's then able to create ads that our customers are seeing. So take time to fine tune what has been on your to do list forever. For us, that includes creating a wonderful Pinterest board that will inspire our customers. We're also cleaning up our website. We've never had a better looking website than right now because we're doing all of the things that we've been wanting to do. Just recently, Luke created a back in stock pop up that pops up on our website if an item is out of stock. Guys, we've wanted to do that for months. We're finally able to take the time to do that. So if you are not taking this time to use to your advantage, I promise you in the future, you will receive a return on that investment of time. So fine tune your business. Last but not least, pivot and serve. I know it's really hard to not do what we've done for so long, but right now we have this amazing opportunity to learn from the obstacles that are in front of us and come out stronger than ever before. I have had a dream for Freckled Hen to do local deliveries for so long, and I'm excited to say that we're able to do that right now. I know some states are not able to provide local delivery or store pickup, but if you can do that, Your customer will love it, I can promise you that. Get creative with better ways to serve your customer during this time. Like I said, we're doing store pickup, worldwide shipping, and local delivery. A couple of resources that we have found that have been effective in implementing store pickup and local delivery that I wanna share with you right now If you are using Shopify as a platform for building your website, you have the option to create a store pickup option at checkout. Our customers are loving that right now. There have been a handful of glitches because they're trying to figure it out. But overall, it's been a great resource for our customers. Secondly, local delivery. We found this delivery service. It's called Zapiet. It's spelled Z-A-P-I-E-T. Zappy it Pickup and Delivery. This is not sponsored. We found it, we've started using it, and it's a great resource for local delivery. You can put in what zip codes you want to serve with local delivery. And then at checkout, there's a little local delivery box that will pop up. This is an add-on via Shopify. So it might look different for other platforms. But it's been a great way for us to provide local delivery options for our customer. They just go onto our website, they click local delivery, they can pick a date. And what we are doing is if our customer has purchased their item before 1pm, we are delivering that day. If it's after 1pm, it's the next day. Also for Mother's Day, they can choose to have it delivered a week later. So some of our customers are purchasing on May 1st, And then it will be delivered to them on May 9th. It just depends on their delivery date. But Zapiat has been a really great service for us. In addition to that, Um, We have also been using the website RouteXL. This is also not a sponsored ad. Um, This is just something that we're using because it's a free online route builder. There are a lot of route builders out there, but some of them cost money. This one is completely free and it creates a route for you that saves you time. So say you have to deliver 25 orders that day. What you can do is you can use RouteXL to put in all of your addresses and then find the most effective, time-efficient route. Um, It saved us a ton of time, a ton of money, a ton of gas. It's a great resource. So if you are not pivoting and serving right now, get creative with better ways to serve your customer. Friends, I hope that these strategies were helpful. I know we are all doing our very best right now, and all I've ever wanted to do here is to simply encourage you to take the next step forward this is our new normal. I know that's hard to hear right now, but it is. How can we lean into these problems we are facing as businesses and come out stronger? Thanks so much for tuning in. I cannot wait to share my next episode on how I am pivoting and dealing with COVID-19 personally. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. To stay up to date on all things Natalie Creates, sign up for my newsletter at nataliecreates.com or follow me on Instagram at nataliecreates. This episode is sponsored by Freckled Hen Farmhouse, a modern day general store filled with thoughtful home goods, Gifts and seasonal decor that encourages everyone to live fully and give generously. You can visit the brick and mortar store at 840 North College Avenue in beautiful Fayetteville, Arkansas, or shop with Freckled Hen online at freckledhenfarmhouse.com. Use code NCPodcast15 at checkout to receive 15% off your purchase at freckledhenfarmhouse.com. Don't forget, If you like what you've heard today, please, please, please leave a review and share this podcast on Instagram. Simply take a screenshot, share on stories, and tag me at Natalie Creates so I can thank you for your support. Thanks, y'all. Let's talk soon.